Hi, and welcome to Good Change Conversations with myself, Christy Hunter, and Stina Smith. We're here to inspire everyday people to do good things. Good changes come in all shapes and sizes in the form of products, mindsets, routines, and more. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to small changes that will help you and the environment. We hope you take away at least one of these and change for the better. In the wise words of Elvis Presley, clean up your own backyard first, and then the world's. Focus on the small changes. Don't try to do everything perfectly. Just little bits, one step at a time. Sarah Lamb has been on an incredible journey of self-discovery and landed in a place that she can now call home. Through her newfound kinship with the breath, she's learnt to awaken her full potential of her brain and body. Now, I've personally known Sarah, affectionately known as Mac, for over 25 years now. We've been through highs and lows, but I can now put my hand on my heart and say that she is in the best possible space I've ever known. Life's a journey, stuff happens, sometimes good stuff, sometimes bad stuff, but finding tools to cope in times of need in ideally holistic, natural ways can really change your life down a different path of reward and positivity. Mac, it warms the cockles of my heart to have you here today, not just because you're a dear friend who has come so far, but because I genuinely admire your journey. To see you in such amazing form is awe-inspiring. So welcome, Mac, to the Good Change Conversations podcast. Firstly, let's just set the scene. Tell us a little bit about you, your upbringing, your background. Oh, wow. Thank you, Chris. What a beautiful introduction. It is such a pleasure to be here with you guys. Um, Wow. My upbringing, all of my background, I think everything has brought me to this space. So I had quite a, probably what you'd call a traditional upbringing from a, I'm a half Scottish. So there's the Mac, there's the MacDonald. And uh, I grew up in Dunedin and Australia and England. Um, We traveled around a lot and my dad was a doctor. And yeah, it was a wonderful upbringing and so loving and supportive and, 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 you know, really quite an adventurous upbringing with all these different places that we lived. But as I've had children and kind of looked back, it's really interesting to now see or see my parents, I guess, in a whole new light and and the way that they were. They were seekers, a little like me, I think. (laughs) They're curious, they're creative, you know, they they kind of fitted into the mould, but they were also looking outside the mould for uh, ways to get more out of life and um, maybe just to live a little bit differently. So yeah, um, I'm really inspired by by them and the way that they they were and the upbringing that we had. And yeah, I guess that seeker in me is a reflection of of that and it's, you know, kind of always been there. And I had a really wonderful upbringing, yet there are moments that I can really recall where I guess this journey all began for me, moments where I felt a little bit alone in the world. And I'm not really sure why that was, looking back, but I think it was just, just this feeling of that there's there's something more, and I wasn't really sure what it was. And so I can just pinpoint these moments throughout my life where I guess I began to question, uh, you know, 
what is this all about? Why am I, why am I here? I didn't, as a child, it's almost like I didn't really understand what this gig was all about. Like, how was I supposed to act? How was I meant to be um, in this world? And for me, that was the beginning of sort of morphing myself into this person that I thought everyone else wanted me to be. You know, that sort of layering of um, expectations and what is the norm and, you know, and how society rewards us and sees us. And I responded really well to that. I became this kind of like expert uh, actor in the play of my life, which was, you know, a very interesting process for me. And I see it now in reflection, of course, you don't, you sort of notice these things when you're, when you're growing up. But yeah, I see that this, this seeking, this uh, looking for something else started when I was quite young. So that's kind of brought me here and through, you know, a very big journey, as you say, to get here. Thank you for that. That gives us a little, sets a little bit of a scene because I remember growing up, you know, your dad was a doctor, but he probably wasn't the conventional doctor. He, um, I think he took a year off, didn't he? And he went off and went surfing and played in his band yeah. for a year and then ended up over at Oxford University doing a specialty. And then yeah. you travelled around uh, Europe in a camper van with four kids squashed in. And it was yeah, a little bit, did. there was a little bit of a hippie element, I think. I think it was always a battle for them to, to you know, to conform to the society and providing for the family and doing the traditional side and yet you know he was dad was a dreamer and a creator and a stargazer and a you know he was just and a real intellect um and yeah yeah he really it really was both sides of the coin and my mum was very much a holistic uh, mother so she really brought us up you know I remember being so annoyed as a kid because we never had any treats in the house you know it was always like if you want something sweet there's raisins it's like, really? She did transcendental meditation in the uh, 90s, well before it was fashionable. She was, she was interested in whole holistic being and, and the whole person and wellness on a, on a holistic level. So I had the doctor dad who was, and he was an anaesthetist, so it was all about drugs and, you know, that very kind of treatment style medicine, yet he was also really, I would say, a philosopher, very much involved in this kind of whole body mind healing aspect so I think yeah all those all those seeds began this this journey for me and I think that was sort of my next question is how did you actually end up um, you know all these years down the track to where you are today in terms of looking at breath work and um, the power of breath work I guess it's been fed into you from an early age um, through your upbringing as well but how did you actually get to this point you're in running a, a you know a business called is it breath breath it's works? called breathe free a breathe free sorry yeah yeah I guess it's always been within me to to look for uh, these kind of holistic ways of being and I, I I studied phys ed at Otago and you know that was kind of a a way into you know looking at the physical body and 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 I actually majored in physiology so I've done this beautiful uh, round circle right back to uh, diving very deep into the physiology of the breath and how it restores and, you know, the, the changes that we can talk about that are created um, actually within the body, the science of the breath. So that's been a really, really amazing return. Um, I guess I came to breath work through, like many people, I was, I was you know, I, well, my particular 
big challenge that came to me was in the form of addiction. And that was a really big, uh, you know, journey for me to recover. Um, But, you know, I believe everyone has these struggles and these challenges in their life. And that's just our, it's our opportunity. It's our break open point. It's our moment where we can, you know, take a look inside. And it's probably a, you know, a theme for another podcast or for another day. Very big topic to go into. But needless to say, I had to really, I had to really strip back to the basics, you know, over this recovery. And it was partly around what I mentioned earlier, this this way that I had learned to be in the world, which was about morphing myself into what everyone else wanted me to be. And I had just grown further and further and further away from me. I had just really disconnected. Well, um, they say you're like an onion, aren't you? And you, you build up all these layers over the years from people that you associate with or, you know, the, you're a product of your environment. Yeah, But if you very actually strip much. it all back again, you can actually get to the core yeah, of who you are. Yeah, and for me, you know, some of that kind of was forced open through the, the process of recovering from um, alcohol addiction. But, you know, for for all of us, we cut, we create these layers, the, this armour that helps us to um, just, to, well, really we're survival, we're survival machines actually. You know, everything we do, we're doing for ourselves is to survive in the world. And so we naturally build up all these various layers and um, and the breaking down of all of that, you know, I was able to kind of begin to have a proper relationship with myself again, to remember who I was, to kind of, come back to myself and and I went through this this uh, process of rebuilding rebuilding myself re- you know starting afresh um, starting afresh with my marriage as well you know those those relationships around you they're all affected by the way that we are in the world it's really been you know a, a huge as you say the layers of the onion were all peeled away and I was left pretty raw and I looked for ways to tools to you know come back to myself and it probably all started with yoga so yoga for me was a way of you know connecting into my body and it was time where I could just slow down and listen and and it was self-care you know it was all of those things that I needed at the time and you know yoga remains a I just love yoga it's such a beautiful part of my life and I I thought for a long time oh maybe I'll become a yoga teacher, you know, maybe that's my calling. Uh, for some reason, I kept putting off doing the training. And I, you know, I was kind of signed up a few times. And I just, for some reason, something held me back from doing that. But I really loved pranayama, which is, which is uh, the yogic style of breathing that they teach through through yoga. And in fact, you know, breath the breath has its origins in the mystics, you know, thousands of year old practice it is. So I, I looked at um, how to teach just the breathing portion of yoga. And then I had a absolutely transformational breathwork journey. I was in Kauai on a women's like wellness retreat, which was a really beautiful nourishing time. And we did, I did a two hour breathwork session and there was music and there was a guide and it just absolutely blew my mind how I responded, how the, the experience that I had. 
um, the insights that I had and the sense afterwards, this huge, huge sense of freedom of uh, like I had just released and let go of all this baggage that I'd been carrying with me and I didn't even really know that I was carrying it. So it was really a transformational experience and from that moment on I went, yep, this is it, this is what I've been looking for, this is the practice that I can, you know, dive into and now I have the privilege of sharing it with others. Oh, it's just fascinating. But just speaking from someone who's completely ignorant, um, so I, I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of our listeners will probably be in the same boat as Stina and I in terms of learning more about how that transformational process takes place. Referring to the old Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we have the basic needs. We've got the, the food, the water, the warmth, the rest, as well as the safety needs in terms of security. We've then got the psychological needs, belongingness and love as well as esteem. Uh, finally, at the top of the pyramid, we have self-fulfillment needs of self-actualization. So achieving one's full potential, including creative activities, etc., etc. Would you say that the power of breathing helps you achieve the top of that pyramid? Is it like the cherry on the top? Because to me... Breathing is something that we all do every day. We walk down the street and we breathe. We breathe in, we breathe out. Or is it that we are just not doing it properly? Mm, well, there's a lot in that question. I, I would actually say it's not the cherry on top. It's the foundation of everything. And you've just mentioned it. Yes, we breathe. I mean, we breathe every day. It's an automatic function of the autonomic nervous system. But we're not breathing properly. Uh, most people don't breathe properly. Um, I'm, I'm not a dysfunctional breathing expert, but most of us are either holding our breath, breathing shallow, over-breathing also causes a lot of problems and is, you know, and is um, part of what people do um, in the, when they're breathing just from the top of the top of the chest. So I guess the, the idea, it is the cherry on the top in that it can help you to uh, really tune into your highest inner guidance so whatever's going on for you whatever you deeply know within you um, that the breath work can really help you tap into that so there's that you know that self-actualization that that sort of realizing what it is that your purpose is and what is your truth you know what am I here to do what what is really what is really my purpose here on earth you know those types of kind of really big big questions they can definitely be tackled and um I don't want to say tackled. It sounds like some kind of like rough event. It is not a rough event. It's just a beautiful unfolding that happens with breath work. But there's also the foundational aspect of it. I mean, when we're breathing properly, when we're breathing fully and deeply, you know, we are really creating space and freedom in our body. We're creating resilience in our nervous system so we can like cope with the ups and downs and things that are thrown at us. You know, we're not so we're not like leaves in the wind that are just like thrown around. So there's so much in the breath and it's really for me um, why breath work was, is so powerful is because it's both a science and an art form. So the science is just undeniable, irrefutable. And I love to say to people, you know, maybe who are skeptics or maybe not so much skeptics, but they're just, they're thinking, oh, well, it's probably not going to work for me because, you know, I couldn't be hypnotized or, you know, whatever, whatever their, their preconceived ideas are about the breath work, maybe they're just a little resistant to it. 
And I'll say, well, guess what? The breath is going to affect you whether you like it or not. You just show up and you breathe and the physiological changes in your body happen. Whether you're kind of like, whether your mind's going a million miles an hour and you're thinking, "Eh, I'm not really... You know, I'm not up for this, or I don't think it'll work for me. It will. It will happen. The changes will happen in your body. The physiological changes. So, so that, you know, that in itself is why it's such a foundational practice for people. At Good Change Store, we have designed beautiful and sustainable cloths for your home. They began as a vehicle to help lead social change. We are here to inspire and help people make small changes for a better world. Start with your kitchen and clean with prettier cloths that care about your bench as well as the environment. I'm just trying to think when you say changes that will happen in your body, do you like have an example of someone you've worked with where you saw something happen or they, they talked to you afterwards about how they experienced it? I'm just trying to think about what it actually feels like or what to expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess there's the physiological changes that are happening. So the things that happen in your body as you breathe, Uh, and you flood the body with oxygen, you change the CO2 level in your blood, and you actually trigger the release of hormones. uh, Different, your body's natural medicines get released from the brain. So there's dopamine, serotonin, there's endorphins, those feel good. So those, I guess on a chemical level, that's what's happening in the body. It's actually very complex, but as a basic explanation, there's, you know, there's the flooding of the body with oxygen, you're oxygenating all the cells, and then you're triggering the release of these different neurotransmitters around the body. And this creates this altered state. So, so we are reaching this altered state, and that's what I, I meant when I said that it's happening whether you're kind of, you know, on board or not. You know, jump on the train and start breathing, and it's, you're, you're going to arrive at an experience, at a destination of an altered experience, a different perspective. So people feel, they feel warm, they feel tingly often, they can feel like energy moving through their body, Um, They may have emotions come up, things that have just been bubbling away beneath the surface. They can have um, the feeling of floating. They can have just a deep sense of peace, of bliss, of oneness with themselves, with uh, everything around them. Just a really deep sense of peace is often reported. It's what I feel when I I do breath work. So it's it's really a... um, there's an arc of the journey of a breath work. So, you know, you, you breathe over a period of time and that's how these changes kind of happen in the body. And what's really happening is you're sort of switching off your conscious mind and you're dropping down into your, it's your limbic brain, but it's your feeling body. It's, it's where you experience things as a feeling human being without all of the noise of the stories sometimes or the judgments or the criticisms that we we can make of ourselves so after about 15 20 minutes of breathing you're really entering that state where you're kind of turning that monkey mind off for a while and it's beautiful it's so nice to get a relief from you know all that noise your your mind's so busy it's so busy telling you stories and positioning everything and rehearsing and either living in the past <laughs> you know ruminating or projecting into the future so in breathwork you're in the moment 
in the present moment and you're, you've, you've kind of switched off that critical mind. So it's really a beautiful place to be. And I think in this day and age as well, because it's such a um, busy noisy as you said um world that we live in in a complicated world as well and there's just so much in terms of technology oh my gosh there's just stuff being thrown at us in all directions and the heightened anxiety and the depression out there with breathwork do you feel like there's an offering here that can give you more than just a traditional medical or traditional medicine through breathwork well yes absolutely i mean uh, I think it's just enhancing what traditional medicine can do. I mean, you can't separate the mind and the body. That's that's the reality. You know, our when we have a thought, an emotion, it creates energy in our body, and and that energy moves through our body. So we can we can affect make huge effect on our body just through our thoughts and our emotions so the breath work can absolutely kind of enhance is 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 sort of how I would put it with people with you know modern medicine is is a miracle sometimes and but it's often treating the symptom uh, rather than you know the root cause and there's almost always an emotional element to either the root cause but certainly dealing with illness or dis-ease disease and you know in the body it's like this this uh, emotional element Um, and that's where the breath work if you layer it on top of you know a traditional medicine you can really start to get the power the power of your body starting to work in tandem you know with a with a traditional medicine well, Stina, you asked me about feedback people have given me from breathwork and, and, you know, whether there's some examples of people um, who are doing breathwork and what kind of benefits, I guess, that they're receiving. So I was, um, you know, I'm working currently with a woman who has quite um, severe anxiety. She's got young children and just, you know, all these usual pressures um, and she's been diagnosed with postnatal depression and is under the the guidance of mental health professionals so you know as you were saying Christy you know what's the how does breathwork tie in with traditional therapies it's really about layering the breathwork on top of what the help that she's already getting but what she's reporting to me is how much she just loves our sessions because she's able to really not have to go in uh, any more into the kind of details of what's you know of what's been going on in her life and kind of she can actually escape it for a while she can really go deep deeper and into her body and actually have this beautiful experience where she feels no anxiety at all where she feels really really peaceful in that moment, as I say, she's not thinking about ruminating on the past. She's not worrying about the future. She's just there experiencing these benefits and having this feeling, this deep, deep sense of um, well-being and peace and calm. And that then I've been able to give her some um, some takeaway practices, just like a short five-minute technique that she uses whenever she feels the anxiety rising during the day. She'll just stop and do this very short breath technique and it just helps to 
bring her back to centre to bring and also because she we're doing the longer breathwork journeys together her body and mind kind of remembers this feeling that she's just had in that longer breathwork session and she's able to to really quickly feel a sense of calm and it, and it just really helps her she says it's really helping yeah that's not, because I was thinking before a lot of people whether it's anxiety or just or just being busy and and some people might do some breathing through if they do practice yoga or meditation but that focus breath work is 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 an is, an, is a bit of an add-on I'm thinking as a, in a busy lives I, I would probably have time for five minutes as a novice yeah that really I, I, although although now I will attend one of your workshops Sarah <laughs> But if, if I had five minutes, I got five minutes in the morning or when I'm driving the car, I don't know if that's safe, but if it is. But is, is there any tips or what, is there any breathing I could be doing to help myself if I have five minutes? Absolutely. I mean, five minutes is enough. And this is what I, this is what I give to my clients is takeaway practices depending on how they want to change the way they feel. That's the magic and beauty of the breath is that the breath actually changes the way we feel and you can do it in just a few minutes. So there's there's techniques, generally a long, slow, deep breath with a long, slow exhale is going to calm the nervous system down. So if you're feeling anxiety, um, you want to make sure that you're uh, exhaling longer than you're inhaling and inhaling through your nose so you're not activating the body too much so that's one style that and you can literally just uh, I actually did I did some breath work in the car on the way here I mean just breathing taking awareness to your belly and breathing I mean you can just do it now you can just take your breath instead of feeling it where it stops which is normally around you know the upper chest if you just take a breath in and feel it come right down into your belly. And then you just let that breath out long and slow and through pursed lips as well. Like you're blowing through a straw. That is the most calming effect on your nervous system. So a long, slow inhale through the nose breathing down into your belly I like to put my hands on my belly because it reminds me that I'm breathing down into that space and then long and slow through the mouth and that honestly even just a few minutes of that and you will feel different you'll feel calmer you'll feel a little if you're feeling a little overwhelmed uh, with you know we juggle so much we do we have so much on our plate yeah so that's a really nice centering grounding calming technique I think that's very practical I can definitely I mean I can use that stirring a pot for dinner or sitting in the car or wherever people People want to do it while the children are screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. amazing though because there there seems to be a real worldwide shift towards mindfulness and such a hectic world that we live in, and it seems to be getting busier and busier. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but life is just busy. It's hectic. It's go go go. There's so much noise out there. So we're just so grateful to hear that there's these really simple proactive steps that we can take, and we can do it in five minutes. I love mm. that. Um, to help sort of create the calm and bring in that lovely sort of peace that we're all looking for so yeah. yeah I think what's so beautiful is that the breath is yours it's it's with you 
all throughout the day and when you learn these really simple techniques you can you can really change the way that you uh, are in the world the way that you show up the way that you react and this in turn it, this vibrates out to everyone around you you know the way that you are and that's how you actually attract in these um your reality you know if you're showing up in the world and you're tense and anxious and you know this and that you know well I see it with my kids you know I can pretty much tell in the morning from our morning routine you know how the day's going to go you know when you're feeling that a little bit uh, anxious and you know you're a bit short with them and you know that sort of thing that is that in turn they respond to that energy that you're putting out so if you can uh just take a moment to center yourself and and create more space and a little bit of distance between yourself and your reactions as well. That's the other thing that the breath can give you is just that little moment of awareness between a thought and and reacting because breath work is all about tuning in and becoming a bit more of an observer about the way that you are the way that you're feeling you know just really about becoming a bit more emotionally intelligent um, and stopping and listening in this busy world brilliant Mac I'm just totally sold on this I'm definitely going to sign up for one of the courses Tina are you with me on that I'm definitely I've signed up already I'm I'm sitting with my phone almost ready Thank you so much for coming in today. We are really grateful for all of the stuff that you've just taught us and um, really look forward to our first session with Breathe Free. Oh, I cannot wait to take you ladies on a journey. That would be amazing. It is such a pleasure to be here. And yeah, you can reach me on um, Breathe Free on my website. And I do workshops and private sessions and... I've got courses coming out. I'm working on a foundational course, which is the basics of breathwork and then how to bring those those techniques into your life just as you were, you were inquiring about. So, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Good Change Conversations. We hope you are walking away feeling excited and inspired by those doing good things. Keep coming back. We have so much more we want to tell you.